Hey friend, today we are talking about food. And for so many of us, when we are on a health and fitness journey, this is our biggest challenge because we all know you can do as much exercise in the world, but if you are eating the wrong foods, you are not going to get the results that you want. So today I'm going to be talking all about food as fuel, nutrition, and I'm going to give you a really simple introduction to macros. So grab a pen and paper, you're going to need it today, and let's dig in. Welcome to the Productive Mom podcast. I'm SJ, mom, former teacher, cycling fanatic, fitness coach, life coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with, and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3 p.m. every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. Okay, now before we get started, I just want to remind you that you have got the opportunity to work with me on a one-to-one basis. If you have got a goal, a dream, a vision on your heart right now of something that you want to achieve by the end of 2022, then come and do some one-to-one coaching with me. We will spend two hours on Zoom unpacking your goal, getting clarity on what it is that you want to achieve by the end of the year. We're gonna then figure out all of the action steps that you need to take to hit that goal. And then we're also going to unpack your schedule And I will help you to find the time within your current schedule for the steps that you need to take to hit that goal. Now, that goal might be health and fitness related. It might be to do with your work, whatever it is. If you have a dream, a vision or something that has been put on your heart by God right now, then I am here to coach you through that. Now, not only do you get the two hours of one-to-one coaching with me via Zoom, you are also gonna get a copy of the She Rises Planner. That's gonna come sent to you in the post wherever you are in the world and do remember that this offer is open to you regardless of where you are in the world because I know there are so many of you listening to me from across the globe and you're going to get sent the planner which is an amazing tool to help you to go through this process. It is the one book that you're going to use as you work towards that goal that you identify. And not only is it your daily planner, so there's room for you to write in your time blocks, there's room for you to write your meal plans, it's also a daily devotional as well. I've put together a set of scriptures that I hope are going to be inspiring for you as you're working towards your goal. You've got space for your soap Bible study and for writing down any prayers that you might have on your heart as well. So it really is about partnering with God through the process, identifying what it is that you want to, what your dream is, what your vision is for the rest of the year, and then also having the space in that planner to then take those daily action steps and also to make sure that you are putting God front and center with this daily devotional. So go and grab the coaching sessions. The package is linked in the show notes. I'm really excited to be partnering with you through this journey. 
And if you are listening to this in September 2022, that is my birthday month. So there is a special discount if you use the code birthday at checkout. The link to everything is in the show notes. Go and grab your spot. And if you're listening to this after September, you can still get the package. You're just not going to get the discount. So run, hop, skip, whatever it is you need to do, go and grab that. And let's dig into today's episode. Okay, so today's episode is all about nutrition. You know that when you are on a health and fitness journey, whether you're trying to improve your strength, your cardio fitness, whether you're trying to improve your flexibility, whether you're trying to lose weight, whatever it is that you have in terms of a goal when it comes to your health and fitness, you know that your nutrition really does play a very important role. And It is the biggest challenge that we all face, myself included, if we are going through a health and fitness journey. And it's often the one thing that is the thing that lets us down. And it can be really challenging. Like, let's get real for a start. Like, think about how many, like, temptations there are when it comes to food. You know, companies spend millions of dollars or pounds or just a whole ton of money to research like the food that is in the supermarkets. Now think about a product like that you always buy in the supermarket, like say it's like your favorite packet of crisps or your favorite chocolate bar, whatever it is. That product has been through so much to get it onto that shelf in that store because that shelf space is worth a lot of money. It's worth a lot of money because there's people like you walking through the store all the time, like shopping and looking for products. So imagine the money, the investment in terms of money and also in time that has gone into getting that product on the shelf. So of course, that product is going to have had so much research and development put into it in terms of the packaging, making sure that the packaging is appealing to you, making sure that the product tastes amazing and, you know, has this great chemical reaction, you know, with your taste buds and, you know, triggers like dopamine and is a feel good thing for you to eat. And then probably somewhere on the the lines, you have seen some kind of like advert or you know something on social media or something where this product has been like sold to you so that you want to go in the store and buy it now an absolute classic like you know that everybody knows about is like pringles like they're one of their catchphrases used to be like once you pop you can't stop and there is like (laughs) joking aside there is actually a reason for that because the ingredients that they put in those crisps and if you ever have a moment to read the label and I will do an episode perhaps if if this is helpful to you about reading labels and what what it all means but if you ever read the label you can see a whole host of ingredients that you probably don't even know what most of them actually are and that's because their ingredients have been put together really carefully by chemists and scientists who are figuring out like the right combination to get you to enjoy eating that product so that you keep buying it and coming back to it. 
I mean, take fast food, for example, like McDonald's. Like we all know there is no nutritional benefit in eating McDonald's. But why do we all go and do it? Because it tastes nice. Like that is the whole thing. It's like people have spent hours and hours creating this fast food that is like works in your body and your body says, hmm, yeah, I think this tastes nice. So you keep going back to have it again. Um, Like think of other examples like, you know, pizza and all of these things where, you know, there's this advertising that goes alongside the food and it makes you think that you want to eat it. I mean, the burgers like Burger King are a prime example, for, for example, to you see these amazing pictures of what look like these wonderful, beautiful burgers. And then actually what you get dished up in your cardboard package doesn't look like that in any way, shape or form. So it's important to remember, and what I'm trying to get at with this, is that there is so much out there that is a temptation. So it's no wonder that we struggle when it comes to food. And we have this interesting emotional relationship with food as well where you know food is associated with positive experiences or food is associated with you know like negative experiences I mean those of you that have watched Bridget Jones and any of those like films for example you know what does she do when she's having a hard time she goes to get a tub of ice cream and has some ice cream you know you think about like friends I mean okay I know I'm showing my age a little bit but like friends it was the same thing it was like sit down in the coffee shop have a cup of coffee have a you know a cookie or whatever it is there's such an emotional attachment to food as well so it's really difficult when we are trying to improve our health and our fitness this whole process is challenging by what is around us and that is before we even start to think about like the diet culture that that there is out there and you know that is a billion billion dollar industry like so much money goes into these other companies you know companies like Weight Watchers and companies producing like these weight loss shakes like Slimfast and things like that they are creating a product that is sold to you to help you lose weight you maybe use it or do it for like a couple of weeks and it's just absolutely ridiculous and not like how you want to live your life. So you quit, you go back to eating the McDonald's and then you start the cycle all over again. So it is a challenge and I think this is why it's really important that we need to remember actually what food really is. Food is fuel. Like it's what powers our body every single day. We need to eat. We need to have a certain amount of calories to just like exist. And then we also then need to make sure that we're eating the right types of food within those calories that our body needs to make sure that we are fueling our body for the activity that we are asking it to do. Now, I want to share a really sad uh, situation that I came across um, the weekend just gone. Now, I was out with my daughter Chloe at like a local country park. And one of the things that we always do at the end of like having a big walk, we'd taken our dogs with us and they've got some lovely climbing frames and that sort of thing. And one of the things we always do, it's kind of like a bit of routine, is we get in the ice cream queue and they have some really like nice ice cream 
games and we were stood in the queue with my dogs and behind us there was a family um so there was like a a two brothers and their wives and their respected children and one of the ladies like it was quite a warm day and she'd got a really, really big, thick coat on. Now, as somebody who has worked in the fitness industry for a long time and worked in gyms and worked with lots of different clients and seen lots of different people's bodies, but not in that way, um, I could tell straight away that she had an eating disorder. Um, And I could then hear the conversation that her husband was having with her. And he was obviously like really, really cared about her. And he knew that there was, you know, she had a problem. And he was saying to her, you know, look, what we're trying to do is we're trying to like make this balance today. You've done this amount of exercise this morning. You need to eat something to get that balance. And you could see, you know, it it was so sad because she really was, um, she looked so unwell. She was so thin. She looked almost jaundiced. And obviously, you know, this was a real torment for her. And it must have been so difficult for her to be in that queue for an ice cream with her mindset telling her that food is bad and, you know, it's not, it's not good for you and you know it's evil and all of the things that that you know happens when people are are struggling with anorexia and then you know her husband's trying to encourage her to eat something because he doesn't want her to be ill she's got children she's a mother and you know the impact that this could have on her children and it just really you know got me thinking because I know so many of us struggle with losing weight but we've got to think about this from the other perspective of you know if if you are like underweight your nutrition is just as important because you need the food to fuel your body because otherwise you know on a warm like September day in the south of England where the rest of us are like in you know there's an awful lot of people in shorts and t-shirts this poor lady was you know so she was struggling so much with malnutrition that she needed to have like a big thick winter coat on because she was so cold and it's really important to remember from both sides that food is fuel. It's about fueling your body with what it needs to get it to do so that you can just, you know, get by on day-to-day life, which was what this lady's husband was trying to encourage her to do, was to hit this certain number so that she wouldn't lose weight, because we know that if we eat less calories, then we're going to lose weight. But also... If we think about it, you know, from another angle, we don't want to be overeating because then we're, we're going to put on weight. But I think the way to think about it really is about what you're putting into your body is going to impact how you feel physically, but also how you feel mentally as well. Now, I am not one for counting calories and I'm not one for using like trackers like MyFitnessPal where you're logging every single like mouthful that you're putting on your mouth because like, let's be honest, like that's no different from 
being on like these weight loss shakes and that kind of thing because we don't want to turn this into like some kind of obsession we just want to lead a normal healthy life and also to show (laughs) our children how to lead a normal healthy life when it comes to food because like we know like if you're listening to me in the US and the UK wherever you know the majority of the western world we have a problem with obesity in the adult population but also more so with our children and us as the adults in the household we need to make sure that we are setting a good example for our children when it comes to the food that we are eating and don't get me wrong I know it's not easy I have a five-year-old who really does not like very many vegetables (laughs) and it is a constant battle but the best thing I think we can do is to get ourselves like be the the role model, like be the one who is leading the way for the people around you, whether or not that is like your family or if you live on your own or, you know, your employees, for example. Um, So I went, let me give you a, an example of this. I went to a, a business meeting yesterday, the day before I recorded this episode, and I always take my own food to those events because like let's be honest you never know what you're going to get dished up and you I know that for me to go through a day of you know using my brain and showing up and being present in the room I need to make sure that I'm giving my body the right food so there's no point in me going to one of those events and just drinking caffeine eating chocolate biscuits and then maybe having a couple of sandwiches and crisps like that is not going to help my brain work at its best so I was the person there yesterday with my packed lunchbox and my salad and my chicken and my carbohydrates and all of the things that my body needed because I needed to make sure that I could function in the afternoon and also I then needed to go and pick Chloe up from school and then go and do the dog walks and cook dinner and all of the things that is required of us. So if we're getting our nutrition right, then that's going to help us to do the things in our day-to-day routine right as well. Okay, so let's take me off my soapbox (laughs) and let's actually dig into what it is, like the basics of nutrition. So really what we're talking about our macros. We're talking about these particular food groups that our body needs. So we'll start off with macros, which are your fats, your proteins, and your carbohydrates. And ultimately, what we're trying to achieve is getting the right balance of macros within our nutrition, like our day-to-day eating. And some people do this by counting calories. I have a super simple system that I use and I share this with my one-to-one coaching clients. So if you have got a goal that is nutrition related or health and fitness related, that is something that we will go through within the one-to-one coaching. So you can go and book some one-to-one coaching with me by clicking the link in the show notes and the nutrition and the tools and the resources that I use for macros with my one-to-one clients is something that you will get as part of that package. Okay, so what are macros? Macros are your fats, your carbs, and your proteins. So let's start off with carbohydrates. Carbohydrates, you might ne- like be thinking is like, you know, sugars and bread and all of those sorts of things. Yes, absolutely, they are a form of carbohydrates. Those white breads and your donuts are 
what we refer to as simple carbohydrates. And of course, you know, there's there's no reason why you shouldn't eat them. But what you want to be aiming for when it comes to your carbohydrates is eating more complex carbohydrates. So these are like your brown rice, your brown bread, because the structure, the molecule structure of that food means that it takes longer for your body to break it down. It doesn't spike your blood sugar keeps you fuller for longer and the fact that it has fiber means it's going to help your digestion as well. Carbohydrates are our body's preferred fuel so they find our body finds it a lot easier to break carbohydrates down and use that for energy and store some of that energy in your muscles but like anything if you have too many carbohydrates too many calories your body will then store that as fat so remember it isn't about fat in your diet converting to fat the reason we store fat in our bodies is because we have an excess of calories so that's carbohydrates let's talk about protein now you've probably seen like recently in the supermarket so many products are like high in protein because they know that within the health and fitness world there is this assumption that if you're eating lots of protein you're going to lose weight well Obviously, like if you're eating too much protein and you've got too many calories in your body, you're still going to put on weight and you're still going to store the excess calories as fat. Now, where does protein work in our body? Our protein is what's going to help you to build muscle. It helps with your skin, your hair, all of those sort of like building. Protein's like the building blocks, if you like, in your body. And protein is important. Another great thing about protein is that it does help you to feel fuller. It is a slow release energy fuel. And that's where this misconception that protein is healthy comes from because it is another form of fuel that helps you to feel fuller. So you're not sort of looking for snacks as much, but it is still like if you eat too much of anything, you're going to put on weight. So like, don't be fooled by when you go down the aisles in the supermarket and it's like got, oh, added protein. Well, the majority of those products do actually have just like added um, milk powder or something into them. Um, But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's healthy. And I think this is why we need to do an episode all about food labels. Protein is a great source of energy for us as women as well because it does help with our hormones, with the balancing of our hormones and our blood sugar as well. So having the right type of protein is really key, making sure that it is a lean protein. So think about it in its most natural form. If you are somebody who does eat meat, we're talking things like you know fish and chicken, making sure that it isn't a processed meat. So things like bacon and ham and those sorts of things are processed so they've normally had things added to them or they've got like a lot of extra salt we're talking about like protein in its most natural form you know like eggs for example just anything that hasn't got a lot of fat on it or if you're you know making sure that you're cutting the fat off that's going to be the best way for you to get protein in your diet um obviously if you are vegan and vegetarian there are high protein alternatives that you can get in the supermarkets now um so yeah just finding like a really healthy source of protein there's an awful lot of like protein powders and things out there 
And I have, if you go to the show notes, I've linked one of my favorites and it is something that I use. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with protein powders as long as you're making sure that you're getting a good quality one. I find it can be a really good snack about three o'clock in the afternoon when I'm hungry and I'm just about to go and pick Chloe up from school. So having like a protein shake can be a really good way to stave off the snacking and go heading for the biscuit tin. It's also a really good option to have after you've done some exercise. So whether you're like walking, running, riding horses, whatever you're doing, taking something quite convenient like some protein powder and just mixing it with some water is a really good way of giving your body some fuel after you have done some exercise as well. Okay, and then the final macro group are fats. Now, I feel sorry for fats because they've been given like this really hard time within like our culture and they've been like labeled as like the bad food. And if you go into the supermarkets, there are so many foods that you can get that are like low fat, no fat. And the trouble is that those things are sold as being like a healthier version. But if you actually look at the ingredients, those foods have really, really high levels of sugar because people want, when they're manufacturing food, they've got to make this food taste nice. So if they're not adding in fat, that has to come from somewhere and it will come from sugar. So it doesn't make any difference whether or not it's low fat or, you know, full fat it's still going to have really likely the same amount of calories. And, you know, if you eat too much of it and it's not good for you, then you're going to put on weight. So don't be frightened of going down the aisle in the supermarkets, in the grocery stores, wherever you are, and buying the regular brand. Like, don't go on a massive mission looking for low-fat things because it's not necessarily going to be healthier for you. Now, fat does play an important role in our body. There are vitamins that need our body to have fat so that they are absorbed into our cells so that our body can make use of them. So don't be frightened of fat. But what is important is the type of fat that we are eating. You've probably heard the term saturated and unsaturated fats. So having unsaturated fats in your diet is important. So thinking like fish oils, avocado, olive oils, all of those sorts of things are important for your body to function normally. It helps with the absorption of certain minerals. There's so many other reasons why we need to have fat in our diets, but what we want to be avoiding are those saturated fats because those are the fats that are going to cause problems when it comes to cholesterol. So you you know what I'm talking about. You know where those saturated fats are coming from. We just need to get over this idea that fat is a bad word because it really really isn't so don't be afraid to go down the aisles in the stores and buy the full fat version of that ice cream because if you're gonna have a bit of ice cream like let's be honest you might as well enjoy it okay so this is all great we know that we need proteins fats and carbohydrates in our diet how do we figure it out how do we work it out how do we make sure that we're eating a balanced diet 
Now, you probably spend a lot of time maybe making sure that your kids have a balanced diet or if you've got like animals, you, you've got horses or cats, you're making sure that they've got a, a balanced diet. You need to do the same for you. And the system that I use with my one-to-one coaching clients is a really, really simple system that is a macro-based system, but it allows you to make sure that you are making like making the right food choices, but also you're eating the right quantities as well. Because you do need to make sure that you're eating like the rainbow when it comes to the food on your plate, eating lots of different types of food groups, but also making sure, and this is one thing that we are incredibly guilty of as a culture, is making sure that we are not having like two bigger portions. And this is why I really love the system that I use with the macros because it really sort of breaks that down. And so it encourages you to eat a varied range of foods, but it also helps you with portion size as well. Now, if you want to work out macros for yourself, there are plenty of apps that you can use. If you go to Google and type in like macro calculation, you can easily find like an app or a website that will ask you to put in things like your height, your weight, your activity, and it will pull out like a a number of calories you should have, and then it will also break it down into macros. And the great thing about macros is that you can tweak your macros depending on what your goals are. So if your goal is, you know, like lean muscle mass, then you're gonna tweak your macros and you're probably gonna add in more protein. If your goal is weight loss, then you're gonna adjust your macros and you're gonna make sure that you have a, a calorie deficit. If you are looking to put on weight then you can adjust your macros accordingly so you can really like do an awful lot with macros but please remember this is about eating a healthy balanced diet it's about making sure that you are getting the right food groups that your body needs to fuel itself now on a daily basis your body needs like a basic level of calories and we call this your basal metabolic rate So this is what your body would need if you just literally sat down and existed. And then the activity that you're doing on a daily basis is gonna mean that your body needs extra calories. So thinking back to that lady that I mentioned in the queue for the ice cream, her body needs a basic amount of calories every day. And that was what her husband was trying to encourage her to do because he knew that he didn't want her to eat less than that because it would mean that she was gonna lose more weight and it was gonna have a real negative impact on her health. Now, if you are on a weight loss journey, then of course you want to be making sure that the calories that you're eating are less than the calories that you're using up during the day, which is what you can do with macros. But you don't want to be trying to lose weight using like these diet shakes, these diet drinks and pills or whatever it is because they put you into a low calorie deficit and the chances are that you're not actually getting all of the nutrition that your body needs. You'll find yourself hungry and then you'll quit and then you'll just go back to your usual eating patterns. So this is why macros are great is because you can incorporate them into your daily life yes it's going to be a bit of hard work because you're going to probably find that you are having to eat food in its most natural state and not processed but what my clients often find when we are working together doing 
this macro system is that they end up eating a higher quantity of food and the quality of the food is better but it's not processed food it's food in its more natural state so if you could take one thing away from this episode when it comes to macros and nutrition is just find food and eat your food in the most natural state that you possibly can so try and avoid buying processed foods because all of those foods are probably going to have ingredients in them that are not going to be any of nutritional help to your body whatsoever. But by eating your macros, you're going to have a more varied diet and you're going to find that your food is in its more natural state. So it's going to be of higher nutritional quality for your body as well. Okay, so I have opened the can of worms that are macros, nutrition. There are so many different elements to this. There are so many calculations that we can do when it comes to our nutrition. And of course, if you need some help with this and nutrition is an element that you are interested in when it comes to your health and fitness, having a goal for your nutrition, then please grab some one-to-one coaching with me. Like I said earlier, the link is in the show notes. You will get the tools and the resources that I use with all of my clients that are incredibly successful with this system as part of that package. Okay, so I really hope today's episode was helpful. If you do have any questions, don't forget, please reach out to me either through the Facebook group or my email is in the show notes. Ask me any questions that you have. Grab yourself some coaching. I look forward to connecting with you over in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you like it. Leave my mummy a review.